Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We are talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Blues booth. Presented by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors, a proud partner of your St. Louis Blues. Find your perfect new floor at our four convenient locations and online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. Another tough one for the Blues yesterday over at Enterprise Center as they fall 4-2 to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Blues did make it interesting late, and then an empty net goal put it away for the Maple Leafs. Joining us now is the TV voice of the Blues, John Kelly, who joins us every Tuesday morning here on 101 ESPN. J.K., good morning. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you, Randy? Everything's good. It was just one of those, and granted, the Blues did have a chance at the end, but when the top three stars are Matthews, Marner, Nylander, that's a lot of talent that's playing pretty well for Toronto. Yeah, their top players are really good. And I think, you know, the bottom line, a couple of things to me, the difference in the game was obviously the shorthanded goal. Um, aside from that, it was a fairly even game. But, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a tight game and you're down by one and you have a power play, a chance to tie the game and you give up a shorthanded goal. That's a real kick in the gut. I think the other thing is, and it really goes back as well to the loss in Toronto um, last week, um, the Leafs without Morgan Riley, their top defenseman, and the Blues score one goal in Toronto, and then last night or yesterday they score zero goals, five on five. So they don't take advantage of Toronto with a depleted defense, and even with Riley, they don't have the, the best defense in the NHL. So they don't score a five on five goal yesterday uh, against, to me, which is a very average defense. And I think that's the other difference in the game is that you've got to score five on five goals and the Blues couldn't capitalize with Riley's absence. Well, J.K., also just kind of looking at some of these overall games here recently, what are you seeing as the difference between these last four games in contrast to the previous eight where they were playing consistently pretty well? Well, you know, Brookie had won eight of ten, so that's a really good run. And now they've lost two in a row. So, I mean, obviously they were due for um, some kind of pullback, right? They just can't keep winning eight of ten every 10, you know, game segment. So, you know, obviously I think that the biggest thing to me is they're, they're not generating a lot of attack five on five, especially off the four check. And that's hard to do game in and game out. And, you know, Drew Bannister said that was one of his, his goals when he took over was that, you know, the blues have been become a really good rush team, but it's, it's hard to maintain that every night. And, and they want to score more goals off the forecheck. So I don't think in the last couple of games they've generated as much um, offense off the forecheck, not a lot of extended zone time. So that's what I see the difference in the Nashville loss and the loss yesterday is not getting enough chances off the forecheck. That, to me, is the difference. 
John, kind of pull back the curtain a little bit. What's it like being around Drew Bannister from the ups and the downs of a season, taking over for Chief, which was not easy because it was a, I think generally speaking, an unpopular move because the fan base loved the fact that Chief uh, brought in a Stanley Cup. But what, what's it like being around Drew Bannister every single day? You know, I think Drew Bannister is similar to, to Chief in that he, he he just is very honest, and I like that he's very consistent in his message. Uh, Dan, well, they're obviously two different people. You know, Ruby has a big personality and, you know, he's an intimidating guy, you know, based on just the size of the guy and the fact that he had over 3,000 penalty minutes. Um, but but they're very honest people. And I, I like that Drew is consistent in his message, as I said, um, in terms of getting better habits and, and doing things that lead to victories. And, you know, you know when the Blues don't play well, he, he, he says that exact thing. And and so I, I think that he's done a really good job, and obviously the biggest upgrade from Baruby to Bannister in terms of numbers is the power play. I mean, the, the power play is is three times as good a, as it was under Baruby this year. You know, not that it was all Craig Baruby's fault, obviously. There are other coaches, and obviously the players have to execute. But, you know, that's been the biggest difference is, is the power play. And I think they have been, generally speaking, a more consistent team. And obviously, he's got a pretty good record, so I think he's done a very good job. John, the Blues will be off until Thursday when they welcome the Islanders to town. The Islanders are at Pittsburgh tonight. It seems like ordinarily, coaching moves work in the National Hockey League, at least for a time. But the Islanders were over 500 before they hired Patrick Waugh, and they're 3-3-3 three, three, and three since they, they made him their head coach. And we don't know what direction it's going to go. But maybe that team is kind of like the Blues. Maybe they're, they're just not as talented as the teams that they're playing against on a regular basis. Well, you know, when I watched them play, Randy, and I saw them play the outdoor game on the weekend against the Rangers, um, two things really stand out to me. You know, aside from Barzell, they don't have a ton of natural skill and speed and, and stuff like that up front. The other thing with them is they have given up way too many leads in the third period, like they did on Sunday when they led 5-3 to three and lost in overtime to the Rangers. Um, and the penalty killing is not very good. So, but getting back to your point, yeah, normally teams, when they make a coaching change, they get a, they get a big boost, at least a short-term boost, and it hasn't really happened under Patrick Waugh, um, and it didn't really initially happen under Jacques Martin in Ottawa, uh, but the Senators have played much better in the last couple of weeks. They won in Tampa Bay last night, a, a very impressive win. Uh, but you're right, normally, uh, you know, when you make a change like that, there, there is a big boost, but it's only been, I guess you'd say, just an average boost for the Islanders. So the eight games before the trade deadline for the Blues, I love the trade deadline. I think it's great for the, the fans across the league in hockey. I'm not going to ask you specifically about the Blues because, John, I know you, you follow the NHL very closely, all teams. How crazy do you think this trade deadline could get across the board? Well, Dan, I think that, generally speaking, a lot of teams think they're in the mix this year. And I don't think there's a powerhouse team out there that, you know, you know, scares other teams off. I mean, look what happened last year with Boston. They set an NHL record for most wins and points, and they get upset in the first round. Um, that just goes to show you the parity. So I, I do think there are, off the top of my head, I think there are seven, eight, maybe ten teams that think they could win. So, um, you know, look what Vegas did last year. You know, they got Barbershop from the Blues, and he ended up on their top line with Jack Eichel and Marcia So and played really well. So, you know, sometimes moves like that 
you know, do work out. But obviously every year, Dan, as we know, uh, the contenders make moves and only one team wins. <laughs> we know that. So you have to be careful what you give up in terms of future assets and draft picks and things like that. But I, to answer your question, I think it will be a, a an active deadline just because there are so many teams in the mix this year that think they can win. John, do you like a 10-7 game or do you like a 1-1 game that goes to a shootout? <laughs> Oh, 10-7 by far. Yes, me too. I, I love calling goals, Dan. That's that's you know <laughs> that's, that's what I do. That's what I love to do the most is call goals. Hopefully, more Blues goals and opposition goals. All absolutely, right? absolutely. How about I, Minnesota yesterday, though? What's that? How about Minnesota? Six goals in five forty-five. Yeah, I know. I you know I wasn't fo- I wasn't watching the game. I was following the game. It was it was unbelievable. And Vancouver as a team, you know, speaking of cup contenders, you know, they're right there and they're a really good team. And for them to give up 10 goals and I think it was seven in the third period. Is that right? I think it was five, three after two. That's correct. They gave up five goals in the third or yeah, seven goals in the third period. That's amazing against the Vancouver Canucks. Yeah. Shocking. What a game. Uh, J.K., as always, thank you very much. We appreciate it. We'll be tuned in on Thursday night for the Blues and the Islanders. Okay, thanks for having me. Take care. That's John Kelly, TV voice of the Blues here on 101 ESPN.